0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Waldman's Words. I am Emily Burke. Uh, This is like a little Easter egg. It's a little intro before the intro. Just wanted to add this in here uh, for a little intro check in. Uh, We've been doing this for a couple of weeks now since we kind of started doing these episodes remotely, but I just wanted to add it in. But I'm going to bring in Jed in one second. We're going to actually introduce the episode, but this is just your little check in with yourself. How are you doing? As things start opening back up into the world, you know, you just got to take the time to be like, are we good? Is your head good? Your body good? Um, and also, you know, just thank you for continuing listening to Waldman's words. We hope that it brings a uh, a little ray, of, little ray of light into your days uh, whenever you do listen to this. And today we have a wonderful, wonderful episode for that. We have the amazing Zicky Dice, who is just an entertainer through and through he is amazing and i know that everyone is going to like this episode whether you are a diehard waldman's words fan you listen every single week um or you know this is your first time hearing the show maybe you listen to the show to kind of distract you from a lot of things maybe you turn the show on in the background while you're cleaning whatever you do it's thank you so much for tuning in um and i know that you guys are going to love this episode so this is just a quick thank you a quick um checking in with you guys I'm not gonna go into how weird the world is right now I feel like I do that every single week um because this is more just about how is everyone out there regardless of the circumstances I hope that you guys are doing amazing and um let's go on with the show So, I will see you guys really soon, but this time with Jed Fuchs.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Adobe Radio. Coming up next Waldman's Words. I am so pumped on this episode. We have an incredible guest today, Mr. Zicky Dice. You are not prepared for the energy that this guy is going to give off.
0: He is definitely a character, he is a musician, he is a wrestler he does it all. And honestly, he's like very inspirational. I feel really pumped up after this episode.
1: Honestly, like it's not, it's not all fluff with this guy. Like there's some real hard hittingness. you know, we go, we start light and then go serious, and then go light again. Zicky Dice takes you through the full range of emotions. We're going to learn about life, love, music, and wrestling. What does that mean? You'll have to listen to find out.
0: Wow, that's a great way to put it. And we're only a minute into this introduction. But this guy really doesn't need much introduction. He does so good about doing it himself. Honestly, he could take over this entire show. And I think it'd go great. Sorry, Scott.
1: Truly, Zicky's words, I it would it would work, truly. And yeah, I mean, I think you pointed out one of his great qualities, which is that he knows how to plug his own stuff. He's got the band. He's got the wrestling. He's got the wife. He does it all.
0: So we're super excited to have Zicky on this. It's another pandemic episode, so we're all sitting in our own homes. If you couldn't tell, hopefully you guys are all staying home too. I'm going to keep saying that until this pandemic is over. Uh, but we're super grateful that he's able to hop on the phone with us and do this from the safety of his own home or wherever the hell he's quarantined. Um, and hopefully you guys are all staying safe too. So we're going to bring Zicky in really, really Quickly after these commercials and or songs, but Jed, where can people listen to the show?
1: Oh, I mean, where can't you listen to the show? Adobe Radio, Adobe.com. You can catch the live performances, live streams of it every Tuesday at five Pacific. Of course, you can catch them recorded as a podcast everywhere that you listen to podcasts, and I suggest you give them multiple listens across. All the different platforms, and then as always, catch us on Instagram at Waldman's Words. That's where we post all the good behind-the-scenes stuff. That's where we engage with everybody. Drop a like, comment, follow, and let us know who you want to see on the show and what you want to see on the show.
0: I think you hit all the things. So tune blah, 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 in, meow. tune in, stay tuned, sit tight. We're going to be right back with Zicky Dice. It's going to get crazy. It's going to get loud. And can't wait for you all to hear it. So we will see you all very, very soon with me, Jed, Scott, and Zicky.
2: We are here with a special pandemic edition of Waldman's Words yet again. Probably for the uh, long haul, but we're doing it with Zicky Dice. And Zicky combines two of my favorite things in the world, music and wrestling. So, hello, sir.
3: Oh, Scott, Jesus Christ, let me do your job better than you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest today, the pandemic special. He is the NWA world. Must-see television champion with a perfect record of 0 and o and undefeated. He is outlandish. Zicky Dice! Zicky, how you doing? Scott, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show.
1: Woo! There I
2: he is. Know. That's how you doing. I'm alive. I'm feeling
3: good. How's everyone feeling?
2: I don't normally get one-up with enthusiasm, sir, but um normally when I record these shows, we're in a studio and I could be really loud. But I have a baby in a, in an adjacent room, so I appreciate doing that. My wife may not appreciate you waking the baby. But outlandish. Yeah, it's outlandish AF. But you are
3: in the NorCal currently, correct? Unfortunately, you know they shut Cocoa Beach down for a little bit, uh, Florida, so I had to come back uh, home. Um, and yeah, I'm in uh, I'm in uh, the San Jose area. That's the first time the words "shutdown,"
2: unfortunately, in Florida have ever been in the same sentence. (laughs) Hey, Zicky
3: Zicky Dice loves Florida. Where do you think he gets this this awesome tan, huh? That's true.
2: (laughs) Uh, But I'd like to introduce you to two of your new managers. We've got Ms. Emily Burke and Mr. Jed Boots here, and they're excited to have
1: you. Zicky, I'm so pumped, man. I've been practicing my mean mugging standing behind you. I do the arms crossed in a suit and look real tough standing behind you.
3: You know what? You know what? I, I can see it now. Jed, check this out. We shave your eyebrows off and yeah. no one will ever be able to tell what emotion you're feeling. What do you yeah. think?
1: No one ever with that, dude. I'm just saying.
3: I mean, dude, dude, Zicky Dice's money. I've got million dollar ideas. I'm, I'm throwing you a freebie here. Zicky of of and, dollar ideas it. and it. tens of dollars. <laughs> what do you think, Emily? Uh
0: I love I love this episode and how it's starting off. <laughs> it, it's like the most beautiful, chaotic. I am so pumped right now. <laughs> I wish I got this at eight o'clock in the morning when I woke up.
3: Well, I'll tell Get you what. For can, the day. Maybe I'll just set your alarm. I'll give you a customized Zicky Dice alarm. Make sure you're waking up feeling good every day. Oh. I'd
0: love that. Yo, love fuck
3: that coffee, man. Roll the dice. <laughs> so, it, I'm saying. I'm saying.
2: Let's start this now. So obviously you came out of the womb listening to Pantera and Megadeth, correct? Like, I mean, you are <laughs> not. And guy.
3: Uh, that, that, you know, I played the fifth on that one. Yes, yeah, true. Maybe a little bit of print in there as well. Oh,
2: shit. Going to party like it's COVID-1999. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely
3: <no. laughs> You know, that, that was good. That was good. Uh, I like that. I wrote that joke I like before, that. but I've never used it in that. <laughs> <context>. <laughs> but, but um
2: I also once won a freestyle rap contest on a rap that I wrote. But anyway, um, I don't want to talk wow. about <laughs> Waldman's well, words. We can call this Dice's dissections. Let's talk about ooh. you From the very beginning. I just wrote that joke on the spot. But when you I like that you know, where were you born and are your parents proud
3: of you?
0: <laughs> oh wow Uh-oh. all right let's, let's go into it
3: let's see well we'll start off my dad is dead so um i'm sure he is <laughs> yeah yeah uh there we go no it's all good yay for dead dads um, <laughs> we uh my mom is yes very proud i'm born and raised in the central coast of california um and i come out uh from a town called orchid california which is about 45 minutes um I'm sorry, north of Santa Barbara. So that's where I was born and raised.
2: Wait, what freeway? Is that off the, like the, the 101 area? 101. Okay, because – yeah. oh
1: yeah 101 oh, yeah. kids for life baby but the yeah. ass- and then you can take okay. highway
3: one behind if you're feeling frisky you know oh that's like the most beautiful Ooh. drive in north
2: america but Dude. the ass of california is the 405 from like northern california oh. to where we are it's so gross
3: you know what the ass of california i'm gonna go ahead and say it now is bakersfield and the whole valley <laughs> that place can just oh. blow up disgusting
1: the differences every Californian may have, at least we all agree, fuck Bakersfield. Dude,
3: dude yep. I, I only said there's two good things that come out of Bakersfield. Corn. One is my homie Leo. Shout out to Leo. And two, yes, oh, corn. Okay, so three. How can I forget? Corn. And the Mexican restaurant, I think it's called La Villa out there. Oh,
1: dude.
3: Mm. dude. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to
1: say meth, <laughs> so that was a big step up. <laughs> Outlandish. Oh god.
2: Outlandish AF, but you know- Let's get back to you because this is your show. So you were born in, in that area. Uh, what music were your folks listening to? And and on a serious note, oh man, I'm sorry about your father. Um, I lost my dad. Oh, it's all
3: good. <laughs> yeah, it happened when I was uh, going into my sophomore year or, or junior year. So it's all good. It's been some time. It's easy to talk about. Um, and I'm glad that I have somewhere to talk about that. I think people should. Um uh, my family I grew up listening to my mom's uh, Puerto Rican believe it or not. and my dad's Italian, so Zicky Dice is a Rican. Um, I grew up listening to a lot of uh, Spanish music and a lot of oldies. Um, Dad loved oldies, so I still love listening to oldies um, like and from there
2: or like oh yeah. Movie? oh yeah,
3: I remember going to see the spinners. We went and saw the spinners when I was, uh, when I was young. I could see I remember that clear as day that was a great time. And uh, stuff like that, you know, the, the Four Seasons and Frankie Valley.
2: Well, you were uh, obviously like the people that know who you are know that you're a musician as well. But what did you, I guess, when did you gain your footing in that regard? Was it like by singing or playing an instrument or what exactly oh, man. was your gateway drug to that?
3: Um, wow. Well, the story is um, goes – Um, I grew up in a wrestling household. So first it was wrestling and professional wrestling got me into freestyle wrestling and Greco Roman wrestling. And um, I did that from age five all the way up until my dad had passed. And in that time, around 12 and 13, I started getting into, you know, like Green Day and Blink-182. And and, um, so I got a guitar for Christmas and guitar was the gateway drug. And then Um, You know, I went through them all. First, I wanted to play drums, then I wanted to play bass and guitar, and I would pick them up and and play them all here and and there, and then I realized we couldn't find a singer. So I got into singing at a very young age. It's been mostly uh, singing and guitar, and then now just mostly singing.
2: You know, I actually have a similar story. Um, I was a wrestler as well. I was actually the captain of my middle (laughs) (laughs)
1: school.
2: Like, the, the lamest brag of all time. Because I guess I peaked in eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably.
3: I, I probably would have pinned you really quick, but go ahead.
2: No, I, I, you would have like murdered me really quickly. This would not be a show. But basically, I did. Yeah. That. And, and my, my bar mitzvah theme was actually wrestling, so I was really into it growing up. I and love that. It's cool to have like a hybrid combo. But when you were listening to like Green Day and Blink, did you listen to any of the? Um, local bands to your area like was there kind of a scene i think of like lag wagon mad paddy so, and ataris
3: dude oh yeah ataris of course um so i was still a little younger there um there was a band from the area i got into um <laughs> through my good old youth group and youth pastor back in the day uh watashiwa have you ever heard of watashiwa i have they are one of my uh, faves, one of Zicky Dice's faves there. Um, so them and then, you know, like Noggin to Boggin was from not too far uh, away. And then uh, I'm trying to think who else came out of our area. And I'm, I'm sorry if I'm drawing blanks right now. It's okay. Oh, man. Zicky
2: Dice can't be 100%, 100% of the
3: time. That's right. That's right. But yes, there was. And, and you know, I was just talking about this the other day and I hate, I hate that I don't see – uh, the youth in bands anymore. I remember, like when I was growing up, everyone was in a band or everyone played an instrument. Or uh, you know, there was flyers everywhere, hand printed flyers, and you don't see that anymore. But yes, yeah. there it was. It, dude, the scene was alive and well. Growing up,
1: that punk aesthetic DIY scene, paper dude. flyers everywhere. Absolutely. That was really its heyday.
3: Absolutely, and that like music is what changed me. I, when, after my pops passed, and I quit wrestling, uh, which I kind of regret doing at the time because before I quit, I think I lost like one match or two matches Ooh. that season before. Yeah, I was getting pretty good. So college, sure. Uh, Olympics, who knows? Maybe whatever. But yeah. um, after he passed, I found punk rock and hardcore. And I said, Hey, look, there's a lot of fucked up people like me and everyone's cool and having a good time. We all get along. So let's like, and I just kept coming back and, uh, and, you know, got into the scene there uh, that way.
1: Oh Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Hey, shout out to uh, all of us who quit hi- wrestling in freshman year of high school. <laughs> yeah, I also started wrestling my freshman year of high school, so it's not as big of an accomplishment as yours. But uh, on that note, now what was the the wrestling scene like coming up? How early were you hitting those wrestling – what's the correct word? Engagements? Wow. The battles? Uh,
3: the, the indie shows? I was – uh, the matches? I was um, – I remember going to uh, a show in high school. Uh, my friend's mom had got tickets for us, and we went and, like heckled the wrestlers. And oh god, I would have hated young me. And, and I uh. <laughs> and uh, this dude came up to us and he like tried to be cool. But we were still booing him obnoxiously. Um, so that was my first like taste. And I did go younger. My parents had surprised us with WWF tickets at the Anaheim Pond. Um, and I remember I bought a Shawn Michaels shirt that was like five times bigger than my size, but I wore that shit anyways. Cause who gives a shit? And, um, yeah, so it was sprinkled in, and, you know, it was always on TV, uh, you know, as
1: well. Right. Right. Um, it was high
3: school that I stopped watching professional wrestling completely I'm and, not- uh, Wait. not until about.
1: Till- <laughs> yeah,
3: oh yeah. Oh yeah. I-, I got a Shawn Michaels tattoo on my thumb. Fun fact. Really?
1: Hell yeah. Yeah. It cool. says
3: HBK with the broken heart. This is true Hell stuff. Hell yeah.
1: And that yeah. was really a golden era for WWE, WWF, before the merger. Uh, yes.
2: Yes, absolutely. When he did sweet chin music to Ric Flair and said, I love you, and cried, that was one of the most emotional things Dude. I've ever seen.
3: I fist fought my brother once over a WWF segment. Um, I forgot who his favorite wrestler is at the time. I want to say like Edge. King, I, think I think Shawn Michaels and Edge. <laughs> had a, they had an altercation back and me and my brother got into a fist fight like, and I made him cry too huh. I, feel, I feel bad, sorry I, Mike. I
1: wonder where you guys learned to be physically violent with each other <laughs> I what influence is making you guys be so <laughs> oh, who knew who knew Mystery. So,
0: when I think about I mean you mentioned like things like Green Day and Blink-182 and all of that, when I think about those kinds of bands in that genre I never really associate it with wrestling I'll associate that kind of music more with skateboarding, um, sure. and like X game sports like that. Uh, but with wrestling, especially when you were growing up, what kind of music were you hearing on those shows? Like, did anything oh, the, really the stand worst out? The music,
3: the worst, some of the <laughs> shittiest music. I mean, you got your, your corny new metal, but then you got like, uh, God, I should know this. The band that did a uh, Degeneration X's theme. Oh man. Degeneration. Like, uh, gee, I'm drawing a blank. Do, no. do, 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 do. like that's sick and then you get the random bullshit in between um but you know this is the best analogy I ever made Emily I'm going to go ahead and say it right here right now wrestling and music is the same carnival just a different game you all played the, you all paid the same admission price huh.
0: can you yeah. go into that
3: <laughs> uh, yeah i mean it's 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 a carnival like and i feel that because i'm i'm grateful that i found Uh, Music and was able to form my band Heart to Heart and tour and um, make my merch connections and stuff like that before coming into wrestling because I had uh, a head start above everybody else Um, because it is literally the same hustle, the same way I talk to promoters, the same way I print flyers, the same way I carry myself, the same way everything. It's the exact same. So I just had years of experience, and you know I didn't go to MI or um, any fancy institute. All I did was hustle, and I, I then that's all I've been known to do.
2: But everyone who gets a degree in music, so I you know, learn a lot. You learn a lot of things. But but I mean, I was a musician before I became an artist manager, and I, I don't want to disrespect these schools like these MIS or these Berkleys, but they can definitely get you to be a better musician. But they can't get you to be a good songwriter, absolutely or a hustler,
3: or to have a good absolutely. Person. And uh, yep, you damn right. And I know a few guys who will remain nameless and went to some fancy spots, and you know they come out and now they're managing gas stations. It's like you got to have the internal hustle and the internal drive. If not, you're gonna fall face first. I loved, yeah, that. It's, it's the one what- they sold out. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you go, and like you know, I used to. Everyone's like, "Oh, Zicky, you got to go to school, you got to go to college, you got to do this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I couldn't. You know, I had to do what worked for me, and I only live one way, and it's worked out ever. You know. And you live, and, yeah. and You know what? I've, I've failed many times, and I'm not afraid to fail. I love micro failing because that's what makes me better. That's what's going to yep. make me better tomorrow. And how how else am I going to know? You know how? Yep. You think it's fate that got me on your show today, Scott? Hell no.
1: It's the hard work and the hustle. Yeah. Yo, m- micro failures—is that coined? Is that trademarked? Because I'm taking that, dude. You can't be afraid to fail. You will not yep. know any other way. You cannot yep. be afraid. You can. You gotta
3: go out there and, and, dude. I get fat shamed online daily. You think I give a rat's ass? Fuck no. Fuck no. That shit. <laughs> that. That Dude, turns me great. on more than anything. I love the engagement. I love people that, hating me. Let them talk because if the words Ziggy and Dice are coming off their lips, I'm making money.
1: Oh, that's the, the whole best skit right there. there.
2: They're the best part of wrestling. They're the entertaining ones. When Doink yeah. the Clown was a bad guy when he did that mirror image stuff, that's amazing. Like
3: love Doink. People, people, I love Doink.
2: Enjoy, like I mean, the the days of the All American, like. Hulk Hogan, likable character from like the mid to late '80s, are done. It's just so dude. Dy- it's hard, but
3: you know what? I I got to cut you off right there. Er, wrong, because Zicky Dice is here. Zicky <laughs> Dice is here. I can piss off every single one of you by the time we get out of here, hey. and make sure you hate me by the end. Except for you, I'm Emily. Already almost but, there. Yeah, but <laughs> and you right, There there are points, and and that's and you know I I, I Z- Zicky is known to fool. I'm a, I'm a hustler. I'm a carny. I know how to work people, and and that's the thing is. You never know when I'm being real. Never.
2: Never know. Well that that's good. So I'm gonna ask you some really introspective questions that get to your nitty gritty and everything's gonna be fabricated. Yay! Nine inches. <laughs> oh shit. I was asking the last <laughs> That's the answer to everything right there. Um but anyway, I wanna get back into your music. And that's then- his
1: that's his social distancing <laughs> guideline.
2: <laughs> that, that that was funny. Um, so good job, dude! But basically, with Heart to Heart, um, I know that you've been on two separate labels. How did you get uh, Pure
3: Noise's attention? Um, well, we've been on three now. Oh, First, yeah. we started Sorry. off on Anchor 84 Records and released an, e- an really? EP and a full length through them. No, you're good. And then, um, yeah, and then we got oh. traded like a baseball player. Pure Noise contacted uh, Anchor 84 and we were bought out, which was pretty cool and um from there pure noise had two options to put uh two bands on warp tour and they chose story so far and heart to heart um which was super cool so we released our full length through pure noise we toured off that and it's from there um that i had you know the vision quest that uh of zicky dice and where i am now but we did uh heart to heart did just release the record after a five-year hiatus and chilling and waiting for zicky to get his shit straight and um and we released that on Invogue Records, so you can listen to Heart to Heart's Heartbreaker now anywhere you stream music. We got a music video up on the news of tubes. So uh, feel free to check that out. Well, I just want cool. to
2: wait, Cody Jones <laughs> actually was a guest on this show um, from Anchor Yes, and, Moore, and Nick Moore was the very the third guest on the show
3: ever. Beautiful. I know both of them. They, I would they both paid they both signed
1: my checks. I love them.
3: Damn right they did.
1: <laughs> Small world.
3: Yeah, holy hell.
1: Well, now, uh, Mr. Dice, we're actually coming to the end of our first segment. And I got to say, I've only breached the surface of this weird, amazing pudding that is you. And I can't wait to dive in.
3: Well, you know what? It, I'm an open book. I'm, I'm uh, happy yeah. to be here.
1: Hell yeah.
2: You're the I want start asking about of insufferable, Zicky.
1: Yeah, you're sufferable <laughs> for sure. <Yeah>.
2: damn,
1: <laughs> sufferable, Zicky Dice. Add that to the outlandish. Stick
2: around, enjoy these ads, enjoy this Viagra ad, enjoy whatever, and we'll be right back with Mr. Zicky Dice, Ms. Emily Burke, Mr. Jed Fuchs, and Mr. Scott Waldman on Waldman's Words.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Waldman's Words uh, with Zicky Dice.
3: Mm. Emily, I love the way you say my name. I got I just got to say that out loud. You got me off. You got my mind going a million miles an hour. I'm sorry. Where are we? <laughs> wow, are I, this Waldman's is my guy?
0: favorite guest we've ever had.
3: Woo! <laughs> look at that. I'm gonna. You sl- need I, to bring him in here. I'm gonna send you some say, Zicky Dice fan we, mail. We
2: started the show by uh, you belittling me in segment one, and then we're concluding it by you praising Emily in segment two. So fuck you, Zicky Dice. Sounds about
3: right. It sounds like things are going great.
1: I want my custom Zicky Dice wake up call and I want my custom Emily Burke back from break announcement.
3: No problem. You can head to cameo.com slash Zicky Dice and pay the fee there and I'll get that done for you instantly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Shameless self plug. That's my boy right there.
2: (laughs) Killing it. Well,
1: man, now, to get there into how this is ah, well now we got to get into how we the the genesis of of zicky dice how how did we get here i mean you're clearly a proponent of dress for the job you want so you're a little bit country and a little bit punk and how did you parlay your knowledge and love for both fields of of music and wrestling and turn that into you know the full time job of being zicky dice you know, there's a thing
3: uh, called the airport test. And what the airport test is, if, if, I, if, if you saw Zicky at an airport, would you think he was somebody? That's how I live. And the answer is absolutely. And I've learned day in and day out from the hustle. Like I said earlier, from failing. So I've taken everything that I've seen for all my travels. And, I'm just, and I sat there and I said, "Hmm, Jed, Scott, Emily, what's going to make Zicky Dice different? And I did everything else that nobody else was doing. And and it's that mm-hmm. simple. I, I the best thing I've ever said is if you want it, go and get it. It's it's that easy. It won't be that simple, but it's that easy.
2: Well, yeah. Wanting it and getting it are two very, very different things. So I know that the barrier to entry, I think, in the wrestling world is quite different than the music world, because in the music world, all I have to do is literally just grab a guitar. And go record a voice memo, and I'm a recording artist. But to be a wrestler, you have to really, really train. How did you get involved in
3: that? I mean, well, uh, I'm going to argue with you here. I I see it, like I said, being being the same, you know, because yeah, you want to be the musician, you can hit record and you're a recording artist. Yeah, you can get a pair of silly tights and slick your hair back and and walk out of a curtain. Now you're a wrestler. We have that same issue. You know, you got backyard wrestlers and, and everything else. I, decided to go get trained by the best so I come from the third graduating class of the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy I'm one of 12 to be trained under a current WWE champion who was Seth Rollins at the time and uh, trained by Merrick Brave as well so I put together a killer resume I wanted to be better and, and different from everybody else um, so I packed up my shit from California and I moved to the Midwest somewhere I've never been before uh, I got an apartment I haven't even walked into the first time I got the keys I was that was my house. And I was surrounded by cornfields, and I, I knew that if I was going, uh, if I wanted this "quote unquote," that I was going to put everything I had into it, and I wasn't going to fail. And Seth Rollins will tell you himself that he he thought I was going to bullshit my way through this, and um, I proved him wrong, and I will continue to prove everybody else wrong.
2: But when you went, Hell yeah! To, but when you went there and did the training, did you have any fundamentals prior to that, or you just had a, a dollar and a dream? Oh.
3: Um, Dollar and a Dream and just my wrestling knowledge. I'm sorry, I kind of got sidetracked. But to answer your last question, um, I still feel that music and wrestling are the same because you got to start off and you got to you got to wrestle the shit shows. You got to play the shit shows. My band's played in barns. We played in churches. We played in coffee shops. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, you want to get to the big stage. But what do you got to do? You got to do the shit behind the scenes that no one wants to do. And I had this issue with my own band. Everyone wants to be famous. Everyone wants to do the cool interviews on Adobe radio. Everyone wants to uh, be on stage and do the music videos, but no one wants to put in the hard work. No one wants to go to Kinko's and print flyers and cut them out by hand and go hand them out at the farmer's market. No one wants to uh, get in their car and drive 16 hours by themselves for a wrestling show that they're, to be honest with you, I was getting paid five, 10, $20 for the first few years. You know what I'm saying? Like no one wants to do that shit. Yeah. And especially, especially breaking in, I, uh, when I went to the black and brave, I was 26, I'm, uh, 32 now. Um, so I broke in a little later than I, I wanted to, but I'm, like I said earlier, I'm grateful that I had heart to heart in my experience, um, on the road and learning, um, the, the, the gig life, if you will. Um, so I could transfer that over to wrestling and you know, the, um, the sky's been the limit for me and yeah, I literally man. do like, dude, I I bought a billboard and I put it outside of AEW's uh, All Out. It said "All Outlandish Zicky Dice dropping my new um, my new website." You know, how many other wrestlers did that before. None, none, none. And did, did I, do you think I lost money? Hell, no. That was a, that was one of the best investments I ever made. And do you think people clowned on me for that? Hell yeah,
2: dude. Do you think Good. do you think that? Might- I mean, yeah. I think it's. Uh... You go, Emily. I'm oh,
0: sorry, Scott. Go for it.
2: No, no, no. I was, I was just. Gonna well, say I was going
0: to you- say. I feel like it's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you go <laughs>
0: it's a it's a weird time nowadays especially with like the grind because we live in a time of like instant recognition and instant gratification especially with social media people can become viral and famous overnight now so i have a feeling that a lot of people especially younger people if they don't see that happening within the first like two or three tries then it's not they feel like it's not going to happen for them at all oh, yeah and i think you gotta, like it, you it's pull starting your to get of your lost ass a little there. bit
3: absolutely and then you know what yeah. at the same time this is a uh, this is a great time to to put out uh, your quote unquote content and and get your brand out there this is the time now now we're it's at the tip of uh, everyone's fingertips you know and um, the sad thing about the time we live in though is it Everyone's attention span is so short. It's about 15 seconds. So if you're not on someone's feed um, on the regular, you're going to be forgotten about. You have to continue to put in the work and you have to continue to do things you don't want to do to get the brand out there. I still love printing flyers by hand. I still love doing podcasts and interviews no matter how big or small because that's a few more people that are going to hear my name. And that's what's getting me to the next
1: level. And I love that. So just get out there and do the damn work. Well, exactly. You, I mean, like you had just said, nobody wants to do the hard work. Nobody enjoys the hard part. You do. You do enjoy the hard part because you see the bigger picture and you want the fruits at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. Right before this, uh,
3: I, this is my second interview today. Right before this, um, I joined this young gal. Her name's Piper and her dad, and they had me re- uh, review the Twisted Sister uh, music video live. And, it, and, Um, I was so into it and I love that stuff. And I always have time for people on the grind and on the hustle because I know what it's like. So you message Zicky Dice, we we can work together because I, that's, that's how networking and talking and doing things that are awkward and uncomfortable for me is the, are the things that got me here.
1: I mean, and that's, you're talking about the Waldman's words aesthetic right there. Scott Waldman is one of the best connected people and that's why I love doing the show with him. But what's, what's the importance of that? What's the importance of the connections and not just the hustle, but it's who you know, right? Yes, absolutely.
3: It's the way you carry yourself and it's respecting people along the way. Um, You know, there are times that I have gotten jobs at wrestling promotions just by shaking everybody's hand. And I'm talking about the camera guy saving my ass. Yep, You know what I'm saying? Like you never know. and, and, And you just have to treat everyone with respect because you never know who's watching. Well, yep. at this point, I, I guarantee someone could splice up a bunch of shit that we said in this interview already. and It's already outflowing around, you know, so
2: <laughs> well, it, it's, it's, already, it's already been aired. But just something the way that um, I book people on the show is usually it's people I know or people that, you know, that I know that were fans of the show that want to be on it. And they're usually behind the scenes people. But the reason I got you on this show was. I don't even know how we became Facebook friends, but we did. And I saw you just like, I just want to do podcasts and radio. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll hit you up. And I hit you up. You're like, great. When can we do this? I'm free this week. I'm like,
3: yeah, let's wait a few months, but let's do it. it." And (laughs) we did because in those few months, I won the television title. And now I'm holding one of the top five titles
1: in the world today. Scott, he's wearing the belt right now. Absolutely. And 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 that's it. Emily, hold your horses. (laughs)
2: <laughs> but I just, I just want to, I want
0: to get back into. I mean, also a global pandemic happened, which uh, we couldn't Thanks, force
2: you. Uh, but uh, basically, how this happened with you? So you trained. This was in a uh, 2015.
3: Yes. Uh, Actually, I was at WrestleMania 31, which uh, was about five years ago. I watched him cash in and win the title. It was two weeks later that I moved. So uh, actually May 1st is when I started training at the Black and Brave, 2015. So uh, five years, almost to the day. Well,
2: a lot of people obviously know who Seth Rollins is, but not a lot of people know that he was quite the indie wrestler for quite some time before he made the big jump. So when you were training, Absolutely. With him, how many people were you training with? Obviously, this is pre-social distancing. So tell me a typical day in a training camp.
3: Um, oh, man. Our class, uh, the school was still brand new. We were the third class. Um, we start off with a group of, I think, 14 we had. Um, someone quit. Two days later, um, one of the dudes we were training with had twins and had to get back to work. So he left, and then people quit along the way. Boom, 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 which sucked because we were sharing a gym with Quad City CrossFit. Um, so we had to set up and tear down the ring every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday after doing five days of CrossFit and uh, hell training. Um, so when someone quit, we were all super bummed because that's one less set of hands on ring setup and tear down. Um, it was very hard and uh, very tough. Um, you know, and a lot of people were like, I bet you Seth Rollins wasn't even there. And I love when that, when that comes up because at that time he was doing raw and SmackDown. So he was gone Monday, Tuesdays. So Tuesday we would train with crotch and Merrick brave, but every Wednesday, Thursday we had, uh, you know, Rollins there and yes, he got in the ring with us. We had, we could answer questions and I still, uh, we still talk to this day. And, and, um, that's one of the best parts of coming out of the black and brave graduating is you always have that knowledge there. Um, at at your disposal anytime.
1: Yeah. Wow. You know? Uh some some people go to college and hit up a a fraternity, and then have their fraternity brothers for life, and their fraternity chapter for life, but it sounds like you actually developed a stronger fraternity, a literal uh-huh. fraternity of brothers. Well, they told
3: me once that uh, they said, Zicky Dice, you will never hold a title anywhere you go, so it, as soon as I won the television championship, um, I wasn't even supposed to announce it yet, but I took a picture, and I sent it to Seth Rollins.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah! I was, like, I was like, oh yeah? Who's laughing now? Well, uh, you want to hear... They her? said I'd never make it. I, wanna, I, wanna, and I then, you know,
3: what I to, I'm gonna tune my own horn right here because you're talking to the top graduate of the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy, and I say that with pride because I want the students and everyone thinking about uh, wrestling like to see the hard work and and what you got to put in, and uh, to To really get what you're going to get out of it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I take pride in that. And uh, I I have yet to put my big statue up in the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy. But now, those lucky students have um, their own gym and their own weights, And Seth's not on the Raw and SmackDown schedule. So, dude, times are changing. Black and Brave's a spot to be.
1: Well, Toot it, baby. Toot that horn.
2: Well, I just want you to know that living well is obviously the best revenge. And like you know... When I moved to LA to do music, I'm from Long Island, and I went to school in Michigan. I had a lot of naysayers too, and one of my biggest naysayers, coincidentally, in quotes, a week after I signed a major label record deal, wrote me the sweetest email ever.
3: So funny how that works, huh? Yeah, I mean, Man, you know, I see that a lot all the time, dude. All the time, the snakes in the grass—they're out there, and uh, I, and that's the fuel that that just grows this fire this outlandish fire and i love proving people wrong um yeah, uh and that's that's what i strive off
2: well oh yeah proving people wrong is a fun fucking thing because you know they don't know what they're in for
1: again yeah it's the best sweetest revenge absolutely and I want to get back to one practical element of, of just your whole career and how to be you because obviously Zicky Dice, if you've seen this guy on Instagram at Zicky Dice, you see that he's got the personality, he's got the chutzpah, he's got the ruach, to use the terms of this show. And if I were, you know, coming up in either of your fields, if not both, how what hard real steps can I take, assuming I already have your hustle aesthetic? What hard, real steps can I take to work on my career in either of your fields?
3: I would say think about quitting right off the bat. Quit. And if you you want to quit, then quit. It's just don't even waste your fucking time. Because Uh if you're not going to go all in with your music, your wrestling, your art, whatever the hell it is, you're going to be wasting your time and everybody else's. And if you're not going to pull your head out of your ass and take shit seriously – No one else is going to take you serious that my biggest thing is fake it till you make it right. You got to put that image that you are the rock star because people were going to buy into it. And now I am the goddamn rock star. I've wanted to always wanted to be. Um, And you know what? I'm going to say this right now. You're going to miss birthdays. You're going to lose uh, partners and relationships. You're going to miss funerals, weddings, all that shit. And if that's going to bother you, then quit, stay home, stay Stay home. Uh, This is uh, a real tough business. Entertainment is real tough. Uh, And yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You got to be willing to leave your family and everything you love for weeks at a time, months at a time. Is that something you want to do? Is that something you're okay with? You know, and especially like, it's not always easy for me. I struggle with some PTSD, some anxiety and some depression. So sometimes my touring days and road trips, they get tough on me, but I, but I, you know, I have my, my recipe to success and entertainment as part of that. And this is why I do what I do.
1: Uh, yeah, th- so, there's not room for everybody at the top, man.
3: Absolutely, but I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. People told me that I couldn't get my band out of my mom's garage and we were on warp tour and and headlining some damn big shows. People told me that I would never make it and I would fall face first in this wrestling business and those same people Scott like you said, I have them calling and apologizing. My own friends apologize to me for talking shit about me behind my back. And I love that shit. Well, I that love that shit,
2: man. Yeah, well, good. People that talk the most
3: shit are the people that
2: do the least shit.
3: But you have to be willing to commit everything if you if you really want this. Hey, but I'm going to go ahead and say this too. If you want to be the biggest local band at your coffee shop, by all means. If you want to be the best backyard pro wrestler in your small town, hey, go have fun doing it.
1: No, Hell yeah. Sure. I'm going to buy the Zicky Dice motivational tape series. I'm buying all 10 tapes.
2: This is for people who want to do it. What was that? Career. Because a lot of the times I just want people to be confused when they talk like, oh, I I just want to play music with my friends and have fun or wrestle in my backyard. That's great. But if you really want to take this and have this be your livelihood, you have to treat it like a 24-hour workday.
1: Zicky, now I'm ready to buy the full tapes, but really, when are we getting the... Zicky Dice Scott Waldman masterclass on how to be a fucking rock star.
3: Well, you know what? I gotta drop some news. Is it okay if I drop some outlandish news right here, right uh, now?
1: Oh yeah. Yes, All right. Me.
3: Oh god. Here we go. Drum roll, please. Boom. Zicky Dice has partnered with Twitch. You're talking to a new Twitch affiliate. Um, so Yes. Yeah. So I'm working on my whole Zicky Dice's television. So we're gonna have Zicky Dice TV on Twitch, and I would love to have you guys come on my Twitch show.
1: Oh hell yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah that's going to be Yeah, I'm, I'm working on and and that's the thing, you know, they found out that People like watching people play video games. Cool. But Twitch is also huge on sports and music and wrestling falls into sports. So I would love for you guys to come in and we can just talk what you do. Just tell me the day, a day of the life in you guys and share the behind the scenes. So that's a lot of cool stuff I'm working on. So uh, I'm sure cool, we can share man. And there. Scott, me and you can, we can get some, I can get you dressed up in an outlandish suit. I know a great tailor. He's expensive, but don't worry. I'll take care of it for you. And we'll come up and we will sell our motivational cassette tapes.
2: Hell yeah. As long as it's on Laserdisc, I'm
3: there. Absolutely. I love Laserdisc.
2: Sick man.
0: No, I you to, feel to you're being sarcastic. one on one Scott Waldman, Zicky Dice wrestling match. I think yes. I would yes. pay Very good, good money to see that.
3: Yep. I would pay good money to see you sitting from uh, across from me at dinner. That's what I would pay good money for. <laughs> Ooh. Oh yeah. You,
0: you have a hard bargain. <laughs> Yet.
1: At charity Yet. auction Hart for Hart sure. Hart 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 Hart. Hart. Hey. But honestly, Zicky Dice versus the Hebrew Hammer, I would pay good <laughs> money. And I love that Pay-per name. Pay per view, baby. Ah, yes. Yes, that's a good name. I like that. Well, I am Elisea. <laughs> <was saying. laughs> oh, please, man. I would love to come out to your squared circle. If you want to show me some tombstones, I want to learn all the moves. How to come <laughs> out to your music. You
3: know what? I think you just came up with uh, our Twitch show right there. I think I'm teaching you guys how to be Zicky Dice.
1: Hell yes.
3: From the entrance to the ring and all. all.
2: Believe it or not, we're going to be done in a little bit. But I just want to ask you a quick music question about your personal taste. So if you could have, you know, because obviously you have a theme song. But if you could have any artist that's not you write a custom zicky dice theme song who would it be Ooh, shit
3: okay what comes to mind first is, is uh my hot flavor as of lately and that's going to be eddie money
2: okay eddie. and he's dead right you no know, we like talking about the dead people. yes so, um okay so if eddie money you know, that doesn't but- <laughs> stop zicky dice yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know a guy yeah he, he has connections in the afterlife okay well then we'll take it there so I guess if you wouldn't mind giving the people uh, your socials and telling them how they can check out what you're doing.
3: Absolutely. If you want to follow this outlandish journey, I call my life. I've made it nice and simple for everybody at Zicky Dice. And please head on over to twitch.tv slash Zicky Dice. If you need merch, the letter N, Dice, see what I did there? Head to ZickyDice.com ah. or ProWrestlingTees.com slash Zicky Dice. And I look forward to interacting with every single one of you.
1: See, that's a real professional. He knows all his drops. He's practiced this. He's doing it, baby. That's it. That's it.
2: And you know what? We all can't wait to actually interact in person when this COVID's over. And hopefully one day you will witness the musk of the Hebrew hammer. But – Yes. 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 (laughs) I love that.
3: Please check in on your friends and family. Everyone stay safe out there and uh, look forward to entertaining you all.
2: Awesome. I guess Emily can uh – do our little parting thoughts. I just want to thank you for being thank with God. Me, the most entertaining part of my week. I'm going to follow you on Instagram
3: right now. Please do.
0: Yeah. So if you want to listen to Waldman's words, hopefully you're listening live right now on Adobe. You can listen live every single Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern or the rerun Sunday mornings bright and early at 5 a.m. Pacific, 8 a.m. Eastern, or you can listen to every episode, including this one, On Spotify, iTunes, Adobe.com, and your Amazon Alexa. Just ask Alexa to enable Adobe Radio, and you can listen wherever and whenever.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, even after the six-foot social distancing is over, you got to stay nine inches away from our guest today, (laughs) Zicky Dice. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. We appreciate you greatly. I can't wait to see you in that squared circle.
3: Thanks for having me. And Once again, if you didn't know, Zicky Dice is television.